Welcome to the place where we like to sprinkle a little bit of glitter to get you feeling good and a little gossip because we just can't live without it. I am your host, Kelly Hutchinson Shapwee, and this is Glitter and Gossip. So, welcome to the place, bitches. We got a full house tonight. We got my girl. We got Jen Myers. Hello, hello. We've got Kelly M. with Guilty Until Proven Fabulous. How you doing, Kel? Hello, hello. I'm good. And my co-hostess with the mostest. Who knows what she's bringing in today, but her name is Christy Lingua. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are y'all? Doing great. I got a good word of the day for y'all today. Get your brains Ooh, going right okay. after Memorial Day. Oof. Oh, right. no. Already? Never. Never Maybe. ready. Tough. It is seriatum. There you go. Seriatum. Mm. Seriatum? It makes me think With of iPhone. C, right? Nope. S E R I A T I M. It is an adverb. Adverb. Um, it's when it's a word to um, describe the act of Siri talking back. <laughs> no. All right, well, that was my guess. <laughs> I think it's something to do with, like, a brain. Mm-mm. Or, like, okay. I have no idea. I've never Not heard Not cerebrum. Yeah. <laughs> At least she knew the cerebrum. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. That one's hard. I would need, like, more a clue, at least, to get me in, like, a general direction, even if it's, like, vague, because I have no idea. On a busy day, we'll do haircuts in seriatim. Wow. Mm. Back to back? It's like a seriatim way in a series one after another wow so i think kelly just got it i did she said back to back so that's exactly what it meant (laughs) yeah she can take it okay so where's where's the the tally mark it's over here me let me me get it hold on i mean i feel like it's unfair that we're playing all these games i have clearly the tallies i just i started the tallies last week for trivia and for word of the day y'all realize that i am kicking everyone's ass kelly always say that i am I've been watching our shows and listening to our podcast, and I'm telling y'all, I am winning. I'm going to go through and, and seriously tally up the scores from the start because I am winning. Christy has her chalkboard out, so shit's about to get real. So now we're keeping score. I'm going to do some trivia. I'm always down to do some trivia. I feel very trivia. Trivial. Ready. What are we, um, is there, is it, what are we triviaing today? Is this just random trivia? This is just gonna be random. Okay. No, nothing but random. You okay. Can't, I'm ready. I've got the, I've got the tallies already. I'm ready to go. Okay. How many squares are there on a chessboard? Oh God. Forty eight. Forty, sixty. No. Eighty. Eighty. No. Um, sixty. Thirty six. Wait, is give it, me a second. Is it, is it a? It's twelve, twenty four, thirty six. Forty eight. That's what I said. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Thirty six. No, higher it's, higher it's, or lower? It's seventy. It's Right? right it's 64. I know it's a lot because we looked at a chessboard. Yeah. <laughs> this I was like, we did. I just didn't count the squares. I was trying to think. I'm more of a checker kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> Call me crazy. I wonder if it's the same amount of squares. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Probably. It is, yeah, because you can use yeah. any. Yeah. Because you which, just bounce around. Which illness wiped out thousands of people across Europe during the 14th century? Kelly, I'm plague. What the hell? That was right. Sorry. That was Wait, the first time we used our buzzer. The plague, the bubonic plague, yeah, the black plague. Yeah, right. What, what if you were going to say something else? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew it was right. I even said my name and then she goes, plague. Oh, no, I mean, bad. I actually knew that one. Also, is this the first that time? was not very descriptive either, so I'm still taking Because of black, black plague. Plague. And the bubonic. Yeah. <laughs> there was multiple plagues. I just knew history. plague, and I was like, ooh, I'm so smart. I know that. What does Bella mean? Pretty. Your name is your buzzer. Kelly. It means Kelly. No, it means pretty. <laughs> it means beautiful. Whatever. Same damn thing. When so was Kelly Google eight. founded? What, wait, when? When was Google oh, like founded? Kelly. Um, I'm going to say um, 96. No. It was 2004. Mm. Jennifer, 2002? No, 1998. God, that was the closest, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. You were. No, thanks. What did Another you say, 96? Yeah. Which place on the earth is the coldest place to live antarctica no jennifer greenland no no one lives there huh 
There's uh, people in Greenland, right? I don't know. The coldest place to live? The North Pole. Yeah. Um, Oi, the tip of my Argentina? Russia. Oh, God. Oh, Russia. Oh, yeah. yeah obviously. <laughs> I should have said something in the Russia. The vodka and the Russians. What idiot would live there? Me. In Russia or just, just, just Russians? Yeah, just Russia. They can't help it. <laughs> They're born there. It's like, what idiot would live in Louisiana? Okay. Oh, yeah. Us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget your name is your buzzer. Mm. Who <sighs> was the king of comedy? Uh, Kelly M. Uh, Richard Pryor? No. I don't know. <laughs> Think King back. Comedy. Way back. Uh, My first guess was Eddie Murphy, and I held back nope, on that further one. further back. So. I know. It would be like, um, what's his name from the Griswolds? Nope. Further back. Um, further back. Uh, bu- 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 More oh. of like... Uh, Steve um, Martin? Nope. Is that his name? No. More um, of like blue, uh, black and white? I don't remember anybody funny back then because I didn't watch. Singing in the rain. Uh, nope. What, I don't. If you said it, if you said his name, it'd be like, oh yeah, Charlie Chaplin. Oh uh, uh, yeah. That's not what I was thinking. I I'm was thinking, thinking, yeah, and I'm thinking of the dude in the silent films, but I can't. Yeah. I couldn't get it out. It was never gonna come, so it just. We're happened. too young for those questions, Christy. Clearly. <laughs> okay. Your name is your buzzer. How many types of teeth are there? Three. Kelly. I was gonna say three. Kelly M. Three. How many types of teeth? Okay. Oh, like what? Like seven? No. You were going to say three. There are four. Wow. We'll name them molars, <laughs> incisors, canines. And your. Oh, that's that. It just in a dog. Grill. No, people have canines. Oh, we do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mine are like shaved down from grinding in my sleep. I need to get that taken care of. It's your, it's your vampire teeth. Yeah. I don't think people really. I think people shave their canines down now. I know those celebrities get those fake teeth put in their mouth. They get them all even. They don't get them. Mine are even. I don't want them. I want mine to have like some like grooves. And I just saw a video that Christy and I from San Francisco when you got cavity searched on. It's oh on yeah, it's seven years ago today <laughs> that that happened, and um, my teeth were so much prettier and straighter and um less worn because it was before the babies. Like the babies really did change my teeth. My teeth were a lot prettier oh yeah mine got soft and i lost so many uh fillings were just falling out of my teeth it's weird i keep going to the dentist they keep telling me i don't have cavities and i'm like quit lying i know there's (laughs) something going on in there i'm i'm not the person that doesn't have cavities i might just have like they said it's stains decay it's not it's not decay it's not cavities it's i have some stains on the back of my teeth and some eroding but no that means my teeth are gonna leave me and i'm gonna can you imagine okay if they're eroding now do you can you imagine what i'll look like in 20 years like you'll have veneers i'll right. have like the yeah. banks of louisiana um all right here's a movie quote get your stinking paws off me you damn dirty ape whoa <laughs> well, Kelly, that's by the way, Kelly movie. Kelly yeah. H had her hand up before I even started. Because I knew I'd Got get her. it. Um, you stinky old ape. Is that a? Can you give that's me that's like, old school? Yeah. Huh? Is it? Is it a? Yeah. Is she talking to an ape? Maybe. Is it um, Thanks. George of the Jungle or some shit? No. Okay, I don't know. You're close. Uh, what a famous line, and I have no idea where it's from. Wait, uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <sighs> Can you tell me the year? No. Um, is it 2003? 1968. Oh, God. <laughs> I knew there was a new one. I was probably right about that. Um, let me see. Get your hands let's, off of me, you filthy ape. I think I've given y'all this one before and y'all didn't know it, so let's see if y'all remember. Okay. Shirley, you can't be serious. Oh, yeah. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. No uh, idea. Uh, airplane. Come on. Yes. All right, Shirley. Really? <laughs> I feel the need. The need for, for speed. speed. <laughs> Come on, Jen. furious? Nope. <laughs> I mean, she's she freaking like finished no your sentence. You think <laughs> I know, she right? would know what it was. Come on. I oh, know it. I know, yeah, it's Jennifer, not... you know this. The need for Top Gun. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Gooch. Duh. Carpe diem. Is it gooch? Seize no. the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary. Armageddon? <laughs> no. Nope. Carpe diem. Seize the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary. They were all stood up on top of the tables. Oh, captain, my captain. Nope. Nothing? I don't, no, Nothing. that sounds old. It's not. 
It's Dead Poet Society. Oh, never 1989. I mean, what's 89? Uh, that, that's that's Robin old. Williams is in it. It's a very famous movie, guys. Come on. I wasn't alive. It doesn't matter. You still should see it. I mean, I wasn't even alive. Yes, you were. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> I'm king of the world. Oh, uh, Titanic. Yeah. yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> that a bonus point uh, <laughs> sure. um let me see this will be the last one they're here oh, oh i know it it's um um um, um, um the little girl mm-hmm. um poltergeist yep. yes oh hold on hold on hold on it was poltergeist <laughs> that movie scared the crap out of me whenever i was a kid dude oh it scared God. me too i yeah. still get scared there's a new one right what's up with these movie quotes i'm not gonna they're all from my way before i was born so well, but they're all very famous movies. I know, but <laughs> I saw Poltergeist when I was a kid. Uncle Ann. No, that's the wrong one. I liked her voice. She'd be like, you guys. No, it wasn't like that. It was like, <laughs> really soft. They just came out with a new Poltergeist voice. movie. Or they. Do you all remember her, na- her, her sound? The lady. The one that was no, like. I've actually never seen it. The, I just knew how to say it in that voice so that y'all would get it. The her All voice right, I'm going to give so Kelly scary. M one last ah! one. Yeah, just for you. Yep. All right. I got one specifically for Kelly M. Y'all don't help her. You ready? Yeah. Name three countries beginning with the letter S. Syria. Serbia. Specifically, uh, the three that I have right here. Uh, oh, well, I mean, yeah, that's not, yeah, Syria, Serbia, and I mean, don't help her. Oh, oh, this just is her herself. Oh, my bad. I know another one. Fuck. Do you want me to help nope. her? Okay. She doesn't get help. I can't think of the last ones. South America. Mm-hmm. It counts. It's broad. It's broad. <laughs> Actually, none of those are right. I have Sweden, Switzerland, and Sudan. Oh, duh. <laughs> but those are still technically right. Serbia and Syria are still <laughs> countries. So, had a pretty interesting weekend this weekend. We spent our Sunday afternoon at the Kids Museum, but not before Saturday night, hanging out with Jen and Don and Adam, playing a little bit of things. Yeah, the game of things. Oh, you didn't bring it, huh? No, but Chrissy did play with it yesterday yeah. when we laid it's out. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's some- good question so i had a pretty good weekend how about y'all it's pretty good i was in dallas so it was great yeah she had a little vacay yeah it was really good it was really nice i'm really sad to leave it was amazing i'm was very my airbnb was amazing and the area it was in was so cute um i fell off a scooter and fractured my foot and also destroyed my knee and completely blew it out but other than that it was a 10 out of 10 they also have one of the best aquariums I've ever been to. That was cool. Oh, they do have a good aquarium. Yeah, there. and they had this really cool uh, nature and science museum, which is not nearly as boring as it sounds. Because I, I even know, walked it up and I, fun. Yeah, <laughs> I walked up and there was kids there, and I was like, you know, when kids are here, it means it's gonna be fun. Yeah, kids are normally. So it was. Fun. There was lots of stuff to touch and mess with, and lots of weird, cool things. I got to stick my hand in a thing, and it showed you all your veins. Oh, that sounds super. I got cool. to be a dancing weird. dinosaur. It was. You tiny. were in Dallas. Yeah. Did I go to the? Did you go to the aquarium? Yeah. Is the is it the one where it's like three stories and you Five. have to like walk and mm-hmm. it's like a big circle and you walk all the way down. It's nice and humid and nasty, yeah. but it's like you're in a jungle. Yeah, and yeah. there's birds flying around just out in the open everywhere. Yeah, I know. I didn't like that part. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really super into that part either. But Christy will get shot. They were okay. I will. They had a sloth that was Every hanging time. out. That was really I know, cool. They do. It was just out in the open. You couldn't touch them, but you got to look at them real close. Yeah, they're they're like super close. And I got close. to stick. There was like a little. There was a little toucan display, and in the glass there was like a little slit. And they were like obsessed with my nails because they were yellow. <laughs> so I'd stick them on the window, and all the two cans swarm to my, the window and then they had a little hole in the glass i got a little toucan nose come through the glass and just give me a little Aww, right on my cute. nail it was so cute <laughs> it was cute Wait. i liked it because there was glass between us was his yeah. name sam uh <laughs> no but i mean i could name him sam because we were friends cool we also went to a museum for ryan's birthday we hung out in baton rouge at the kids museum and that is just such a great place it's so pretty and nice and um, this was the first time I went outside. We've always just kind of stayed within, you know, the stories of the museum. We spent the whole time outside. 
There was sand everywhere. They were watering flowers. It was so cute. I got the cutest pictures of our kids. I will be posting them on Insta at Glitter and Gossip Show. But, yeah, we got some great photos and had a great time. Ryan turned five. Happy birthday. So, yeah. Yeah. I've had, like, kid things. It's all good. I've had kid things every weekend. Anjali, of course, graduated last weekend. And then this weekend, Ryan turned five. So, one starting kindergarten this year and one starting college. Somebody just shoot me. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That's a lot. Isn't it? It's a whole lot. How about Zachary Lee, y'all? Such an amazing artist. We're so just blessed to have him. He was, you know, I posted something on Facebook a couple of months ago, you know, just simply asking if anyone knew any artists or were singers or, you know, had any great talent in our area because I just want to showcase people from Louisiana because I don't know if y'all be noticing, but we got some talented people over here. Zachary, he's amazing. And um, I want to take time to, you know, get to know him a little better want to welcome him and um, go ahead and hear this new single that he just came out with. Sets me. 
That was amazing, Zachary. I love your song. It's to the hangover sets me free. That Everyone's had one of those moments, huh? Right. <laughs> Definitely. Did you write that from the heart? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I think most songs that I write are from the heart. And uh, ultimately, I was really trying to get into that country vibe of things since I normally don't write that style. And I thought that's a good name. <laughs> I like it. I, I think um, everybody has a moment where they need a little country music about hangovers and heartaches yeah. and you know i think it's part of life and we definitely need a song called it's relatable the hangovers That's yeah great. relatable yeah no i appreciate it. and i think just uh even within that song it was just like you know if you're gonna have a heartbreak you might as well make it country and normally the easiest thing to do is uh have a couple shots take a couple drinks with your friends and have a good night forget the rest yep, exactly <laughs> we've all, again we've all been there <laughs> so what inspires you um, just overall with music. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my parents brought me up on that. My dad, um, he got me started when I was eight. My sister, uh, she, he made my sister a drummer and he made me the piano player. And we started this little band. And uh, after a few months, we started playing shows. He had us playing at elementary schools uh, so across, awesome. across the county. Yeah, we have counties in Pennsylvania, yeah. if you guys weren't sure. Every other state. <laughs> So you're from Pennsylvania. I am. I am. Okay. I'm a, Squash that Louisiana. Yankee. <laughs> yeah. Squash that Louisiana thing because um, I always hear you sing, but rarely do I hear you talk. Nor yeah. Normally, we um, converse via Facebook or Messenger or something like that, and um, I've never heard it until now. So I'm like, whoa. Does yeah, it I'll sound talk. like I have a you have an accent? An accent? Yes. I guess I'll take it. That's pretty cool, though. So do you still um, hit those keys? What, when I was from when I was eight years old? Yeah. <laughs> no, piano? No, not even close. Oh, yeah. Piano wise, yeah. I still play piano. Uh, a little bit of piano, guitar, and drums. I would love to hear you play the piano. We could figure that out sometime. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would probably fun. get me emotional. Like, piano would play and always kind of like gets me, you know? <laughs> I've it really does. <laughs> I'll play a super sappy song. I need somebody to teach my little girl. I could do that. She's five. I can't find anybody to start teaching her until she's about eight. She can play. And she, she can. Yeah, she doesn't is, know what she's doing. It's always the funny well. part, and I tell my dad this because he has a, a music you know, business up north, and he's like, he calls it Little Rockers from four to six. I mean, Mozart was a genius by five, so why why won't right. musicians and, and teachers take them till they eight? They won't. Have you like, contacted they will not. the school of rock? Yes. No school will take her until she's eight. Wow. None. Hmm. That's terrible. Got to get her started. Yeah, we sure are just again. We feel so lucky to have had you on our show um, on t on television, as well as now our podcast. We're just super pumped. Can you tell everyone like how to hear your music and how to find yeah. you? Yeah, um, I have a website, ZacharyLeeMusic.com. Um, I have my new albums, some different merch, T-shirts, beanies, and stuff on there. So y'all got to get one of those. Um, but mostly I focus on Spotify and Apple Music as well as my Instagram. And those are all Zachary Lee Music. Yes, so. right on. Y'all check him yeah. out. He is you like him as a much as rising we do. star. Yeah. I appreciate y'all. No worries. See, I got the y'all down, right? <laughs> Fitting just fine to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounding a little Southern. Well, thank you so much for being here and gracing us with your glorious singing voice and all of your new music. We're going to have to catch you on the show again so that you can show us how you uh, bust out some keys because we want to hear some piano. Yeah, definitely. I'll Everybody, bring the piano anytime. Next time. <laughs> Any show, anytime. You are definitely welcome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you for being here. So, one exciting thing that we have going on on Glitter and Gossip is a hot minute with Jen. Yeah. Hello, hello. How are y'all doing? Doing great. Cool. Killing it. It's all right. Yeah. This is Jennifer Myers of the Hot Minute on Glitter and Gossip, where I talk about what I think are interesting news stories from around the world. First up, oh, this one pisses me off. If it was guilty until proven fabulous, it would be guilty. Oh, I like it. Oh, give me the guilty. Yeah. So, veterinarians and funeral homes in Virginia are rejecting the idea that pets should be buried with their owners after a recent case in which a healthy dog was euthanized so it could lie with her owner. 
I mean, that's controversial. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a little aggressive. I think that, like, when the dog gets older and dies, you right. can bury it with your owner. But I wouldn't put a healthy dog down just well, because. You have to think about okay. what a selfish. Well, wait, I so wait. But uh, what if nobody wanted her dog? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if that dog would have had a shit I mean, life yeah, because so. of it? I just don't think, like, her will said whenever she dies, she wants the dog euthanized so it could be buried with her. Yeah, that's just, like, a decision I mean, she made. There was no, like, I mean, I guess if you acted I think it's fast. gross, but that's just my opinion. I mean, it's not going to, like, change my life or anything, but. I think it's gross, too, but I get I it. just think it's really selfish and weird and. I feel yeah. That. I feel the same way about other topics. Just like that. Well, it's just weird because the dog was like alive and well and yeah. healthy, and like she raised it to have a great life, and then she was just like, she was cut short. Well, so I'm she gonna like, die. Screw it. Dogs didn't cut. Yeah, short I'm gonna die. So you gotta come away. with me. Yeah. Like, uh, but then I mean, at the same token, like I'm a super big dog person, but it's also I'm just like, oh, it's a dog. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it's her choice. I just find yeah, it's I'm like, it's kind of like it's a dog, but like also, I wouldn't do that. I would just, but like, I mean, I could put, maybe I'd put it in my will to be like, hey, my kid's gonna take my dog, but when the dog's dead, like when it's dying, and you want to put it down, put it in this cute little urn and sit it, you know, sit it in my grave. Yeah, not, <laughs> not let me, let me kill my healthy dog. Yeah, because I'm unhealthy. Yeah. Anyway, Wait. moving on. Uh, number two. People leave nearly one million in loose change in TSA bins every year. Wow! Holy shit! Yeah, that's one a lot, million. Right? A million. Wow! In loose change, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I would totally be the TSA agent that picks up people's loose change. Like, I'm sorry, but that's mine. That's my tip. Thank you. So this recently came to light because TSA was asking for funding, and I think they were like, "Well, why don't you just start collecting all that change in all those bins that you get?" Yeah. Like you have anyway, why don't you put it on record real quick? Yeah, pretty much. So it keeps on going up. Like in 2012, they collected 531,000. Uh, 2016 was 867,000. And by 2018, it hit 960,000 and change. Because people will dump their change in the bin, go through security, and then forget about it. That's a lot of money. Maybe we should just go around airports and try and collect a bunch of change. That's right? what I'm saying. I'm definitely stealing the change up out of the people's bin in front of me for sure. Right. Pretty tight. Okay. Also, number three, an American climber just died on the descent from the summit of Mount Everest. Yeah. So that is 11 for this year now. And they're thinking of trying to regulate the climbers well yeah they just because i just watched a, lot- a movie not that long ago is it called everest where yeah. like this entire it's like this large group of people die really trying to yeah climb mount everest on the descent there was a storm and they didn't get back down fast enough and then people died there was more action to this film than yeah what i just said right but. i'm sure <laughs> but they report that about five thousand people have scaled Everest summit so far and 300 have died on its slope and i think this is you know in history I was yeah. going to say, isn't people dying on it kind of a thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a risk you take when you go to climb it. Right. And I guess, you know, they know that, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to. They prep you for it. You got to, like. And then I think you you still have to go in groups. Like, it's very rare that people do it by themselves. Hopefully. But they attribute a lot of it to exhaustion and tiredness. Sure, it's a pretty exhausting to climb that thing, huh? Yeah. Well, bit. plus, yeah. Plus, you're at such a high altitude and everything else and you're in blistering snow mm-hmm. you know there's really yeah yeah you're pretty exhausted by the time you're done climbing the world's one of the world's largest mountains in blistering snow with snacks yeah. and at an incredibly high altitude that you can already hardly breathe in i would probably make oxygen's it real like tight 10 feet and i'd be like oh my god i just would never put myself in that position i would i would view mount everest from a distance like i would go to the place yeah. and then like you know, stand in like a gated area that's like miles away where you could still see it. And you're like, wow, it's beautiful. <laughs> and then I would be fine. But I would never, I would never try to climb it. I think that's a, a little much. Sometimes we just try to do things as humans that we just were not equipped to do. Yeah. But we like to pretend that we are. Some invincible. Are. Totally. It's pretty. I'm going to just look at it. Yeah, I'm going to look at it. I want to see it. I just don't want to climb it. I don't need to be like up close and personal. I am not invincible. Totally. And last up is local. Over the Memorial Day weekend in New Orleans, there was a oh, uh, some shootings, 17 shot and five dead. Yep. 
What? I know. I'm, I'm so surprised. I literally right. can't even believe what you just told me. My ears. I know. They pain. Can we quit shooting each other, please? Absolutely. Was this in Baton Rouge? No, it was in New Orleans. You know, really, it's just we have the right. We have the right to have to have guns. They should just be regulated so that the wrong hands aren't the ones holding them. That's Preach. my opinion. Yeah. That's Preach all it. I have. I mean, we should have that right, but there all should be also should be regulations confirming that they're in the right hands. Do you know all. that there's over 500 million guns in circulation? I have. As we said. So I it's like, several. I think like for people in the world, it's like one gun per like regular person. Mm. Per 12, every 12 people, there's a firearm that's owned. Yeah. Not including the people that I guess also hold multiple. But there's that's crazy, right? Yeah, if you break it down. Yeah, because there's countries that like there's just straight illegal to have. Like Australia, you know, I have friends that live over there, came to visit, and they're like, "Can I see your gun?" You know, <laughs> it's just they just don't have. You know, yeah. no one has a gun there. Well, that's why like, I always thought it was just so weird when people use the argument of like, "Well, I need a gun to protect myself," and I'm like, I get it, but it's also kind of like fighting like if you just keep circulating that same thing over and over and over again it's kind of just like mm -hmm. fighting fire with fire like yeah it just keeps you know and so i think there should be regulations for sure i think people should be allowed to have a firearm in their house but i think at a certain point we should probably just chill out like nobody needs to own an assault rifle nobody we no regular one. joe just needs to have mm -hmm. one if you're a hunter and you like to go hunt with things but they're not you actually the... called assault rifles are they jen well the ar doesn't stand for assault rifle actually which was surprising, but they're still called assault rifles. Excuse, By the I, media, I, don't I still don't what. think any normal person needs one. I think anybody should, if you want to, if you want to own a gun, I think you can go get yourself a nice little small handgun, keep it in a box locked away somewhere for a moment of need, or if you're about to go somewhere where you feel like you're dangerous, you want to keep it in your car or something. No, by all means, necessary. No semi-automatic or automatic rifles should be chilling in anyone's car. But my husband is a gun enthusiast, and he has you know ar ak all that kind of stuff but we also have a big ass safe you know what i mean no one i don't even know how to get in it but we probably have we probably own 30 40 guns you know i have some that my dad left me when he passed away and you know he has some his grandfather left him when he passed away and it's just like when people move on i mean their guns stay so people are buying themselves guns plus they're being left guns and this and that before you know it you're like guns small everywhere. army yeah. yeah i don't know I, I, yeah i have one too i keep one in my car but i like the right to own a gun i l actually love it um after the newtown shooting part of me thought that if i knew that giving up my gun would actually save lives and that wouldn't happen again i would definitely give up a gun yeah, but just because you give up your gun right. doesn't mean the criminal totally. that came in and shot up the place. Absolutely, right. I just gonna yeah. have a gun because right. they're always gonna be there. Mm -hmm. so. I've always said that it's just too far gone at this point. I know. Like we, I think we should regulate them and we should start with a regulation. But in the all reality of the situation, we've just like let this get way out of hand. Not like us as people, just like you know, just like the regulations have been so lax. It's been so easily accessible to buy guns. Not only just out of a store but on the black market it's so simple to yeah you can go acquire down to one. the walmarts yeah just to acquire one. one i know and it's just so easy to get one because we've just been so like pro gun so hard that nobody's really kept it you know like people are more worried about like getting people busted for weed than they are worried about like a gun in the house you know so yeah, it's like crazy it's just i just think we've kind of let it it's too far gone like there's just I, so many people have so many guns i bought my own gun one time and it was it felt weird like i went in there picked it out and then you know you have to fill out your little application which is not much you like your name social security number and stuff like that and then i actually got flagged because sometimes you'll get flagged like um because they do the background check but it was really oh. because my name i know right whenever my name was so common so they just i wanted to have like a waiting period or something um and they were like yep yeah, just come back and two days and pick it up i'm like well I, am i gonna get approved or not they're like no no no. you just even if you get flagged you just come back and get it and i don't know just yeah it just felt weird like why would you say that out loud <laughs> not you <laughs> them whoever said that to you yeah well no because that's the you know that's the law yeah. I, I, I don't know it just it felt weird yeah 
Well, that's why I think everybody should have the right to protect themselves and to bear arms. It just felt I a just little think too we should easy have a little quick. bit. Uh, yes. We, we should all have a town meeting and get together and be like, okay, so where do we draw the line at like what's necessary and what's less like outrageous to own? Yeah. Um, I think that any bar- person with like a criminal record, I mean, obviously they're not allowed to have guns anyway, but they shouldn't. That should be regulated. Um, and I think that people that do have guns should have to say, hey, I still own these 20 guns. Here they are. I still have them. Here's the ammunition that I bought that I still have at least, I don't know, quarterly just to make sure that, you know, your stuff is accounted for, not just for you to do something crazy, but for somebody to take your stuff and do something crazy to someone else. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm all for people being gun enthusiasts, too. And I think if you if you I can find, you know, if you can find the beauty in anything and you find a beauty in a gun, I think you should also have to have like that as a regulation too. like, hey, I want to be able to own more guns. So it's like, okay, cool. Well, you have to take these like courses to make sure that you're educated and that we can prove that you can have this license. And okay, now you can host more than 10 guns in your house. And then there are there is also like hunter safety and stuff like that, which I took. I don't know if y'all took it, but I went to school in the LP where it was necessary. So I'm I have my hunter safety license, hunter safety license. As I've well never as been my, hunting once in my as life. As well as my husband. So, and we have a lot of rifles and stuff like that, but I mean, we have gone through those things and he's been hunting his whole life. I try not to hunt at all, except for like, I don't know, sales or clothing, shoes, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I will pull a gun out for a pair of shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've never been hunting a day in my life. Not like specifically for a reason. I just never... My parents didn't hunt, so therefore I never went. It's really boring. Yeah. And then, like, as I've gotten older, one, I wouldn't go because I don't. It's the same reason why I don't like fishing because it's just like, oh, my God. Like, it's boring. Yeah. After, like, 10 minutes, I'm like, so do we catch something or do we just, like, sit here for another hour this and is hope? what This is what people did before cable and, you know, yeah. entertainment. They were like, let's go frogging. My brain doesn't work that way. Oh, God. We've frogging. been here. What We've been here too long. I mean, too. we haven't been here long enough to really appreciate going hunting or fishing because we've always had entertainment that fast-paced entertainment in our faces because yeah. our generation our together our generation came up with the internet and with tv and cable and channel surfing you well know? we also just have to just go to the grocery store and not only do you just buy your meat it's cut it's <laughs> it's skinned it has been yeah. cleansed well, we, we have some tagged meat at my house in my freezer yeah. yeah so i mean it's definitely you know we've gotten out of the whole hunter and gatherer phase so i'm not required to go hunt my own meat anymore do i think it's a valuable lesson that you should maybe learn maybe am i, I going to no <laughs> i do however want will i starve to death in the apocalypse absolutely i want to start an art or herb garden but i do have mongrels that live in my backyard so i think i might do a side side herb garden you could do it up on your wall yeah may i want to do more than herbs i want to do like cucumbers yeah and like maybe some melon i don't know if melon can hang from my walls (laughs) you know heavy (laughs) maybe a little do melon (laughs) honey (laughs) not some melon melon (laughs) (laughs) but um i do want to just say one thing really quick if that's okay with you miss jennifer myers yeah um, this Saturday, June 1st, 2019, is Parkinson's Moving Day in Baton Rouge. Um, I wanted to go ahead and let everyone know about this. You can contact Kristen Truluck for the Parkinson's Foundation. Her contact information is 501-590-8948. And again, that is the Parkinson's Moving Day in Baton Rouge this Saturday, June 1st. Just a little shout out for that. Hmm. Let's go ahead and um, everybody take a little walk for some Parkinson's and yeah. hopefully help figure out why that happens to people. Because my father-in-law yeah. died from a Parkinson's-related disease, so I think me and my husband will probably go to that. Yeah, so I've been con- in contact with them for a um, couple months now, and I just realized how close it is. So I wanted to say something about that and um, maybe talk to them later about maybe them coming to give a little shout out on the show tonight. Sure. So, walk for Parkinson's, Saturday, June 1st, Baton Rouge. So, Kelly M., anything um, interesting going on in your your day? You know, there's always a little something. Anything guilty, or is it all fabulous? No, it's pretty guilty. Well, there's a a fabulous in there, but one of them's guilty for sure. This is Kelly M. with Guilty Until Proven Fabulous here on Glitter and Gossip. Where no person, place, product, or topic is off limits. And when I'm done, I'm going to judge it as guilty or as fabulous. All right, let's get started. 
Okay, so like I said, the first door, we're going to go ahead and just throw in this fat guilty right here, which we, let's be real, we already knew mm, this. I love guilty, especially mm. when they're fat. So y'all saw that the United States of America has been ranked from best to worst places to live. Oh, really? You'd where never, do you think Louisiana is? Where, yeah, it's where do you, 50. You're so absolutely right. Yeah. I know. Yes. I heard yeah. that already. And I'm like, but how did we get be, How did Mississippi and Alabama beat us? Because we actually sucked that hard. Yeah. I don't believe it. <laughs> I know. I always thought we were 49th. But, you, I mean, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like tomato, back tomato. And, yeah, it's yeah. Either way. <laughs> right. Yeah. If I just we're 49th. I just yeah, want one like, other state to be shittier than us. Well, I'm going to say this about the whole situation. It's about a lot about education, a lot about whatever. We have a lot of crime here. There is that. But our cosmetology and barber standards are higher than any other state. I want to say that. So we got loud. one thing. Yeah. We do the best hair for sure. Well, and I mean, as well, far as like. The good ones, like the hair shop. As far as it being like a, I guess like a community too. Like the community is really great. Obviously, we're a very tight knit community. Um, we're also, Louisiana has one of the highest talent production rates. Exactly. So Look we don't, this. nobody stays in Louisiana, <laughs> yes. but we do produce some, like some of the most talent does come out of Louisiana. Again, that may come from being bullied and you have to stay home and catch a hobby. <laughs> like I'm so serious. Oh no, I 100% agree. I think that like, but as far as talent goes, because you're talking about like, I mean, it could go either way, but really... I've always said that like Louisiana just kind of hates on everybody that tries to do anything that's not like working at a plant or I don't even know like any blue collar job it's, you kind of just get hated on and plus like the market's just not here anymore so like anybody that wants to be like an artist or a producer like unless you're in New Orleans I really definitely feel like you just get bullied and you just end up well, leaving and in Louisiana they just were just so detached from everything you feel yeah. like we're left behind you're they're like you're They're never gonna to get adopt. out of yeah you're never gonna get out of here We're you're stuck here away. with us and then not only yeah not only that but i think that i think it's kind of, it's it's a good thing and a bad thing i think it's more of a bad thing than it is good but while having a tight-knit community is really great i think louisiana has this mindset that's just been like passed down and down over generations and i mean a lot of the south does but of this like whole family tight-knit thing mm -hmm. that like you can't you can't you, leave you, us. you birth a family so that they never leave. And it's like, that's not how it works. And then you're kind of guilted into staying. And then you have this mindset of like, well, I can't leave because my family, what will they do without me? And it's like, they will survive as they yeah. did before you were here. Actually, you know? I just had that conversation with Jesse the other day. Yeah. Like it just, so I think that kind of keeps us stuck here because you get in this mindset of like, but my family. And it's like, well, I mean, they'll be fine. Yeah. You yeah. know, they'll, wherever you go they can come visit and you can also visit more and um yeah it'll be good it's fine it's totally fine but i think we get stuck in this whole like what do you do you know you just like have to you're like born to just create your life here mm. instead of i feel like people being raised with the idea that it's like to go to fly to fly <laughs> you know so, but anyway. Well, if Louisiana would cr create more opportunity here, too. For, yeah, there's a, well, we're poor. We also have no money. Well, <laughs> yeah. Because even, money's... like, graduate, you know, students that graduate here, the the rate of them leaving is really, really high. Well, and I yeah, did read nothing... the stats recently with, um, you know, Anjali applying for colleges, and LSU is, I think, 18% um, in the 18 percentile of making the most money in the U.S. for graduates. So I know that people are getting an extremely great, you know education here but they're just taking it elsewhere because mm -hmm. the jobs aren't here yeah the job well yeah the jobs aren't here the, that's what i'm saying there's just no we don't have a market for shit it's just very except for a million and one hairstylists yeah, yeah there's a that, there. exactly if you're not working there's in a plant a <laughs> if you're not doing hair if you're not like i don't even know driving a truck like it's just kind of what do you do yeah you end up going stuff. to you spent you end up spending all this money to go to college to get a degree to then end up working a very blue collar job because that's just the reality of the situation. Or you can get this degree in bounce and go work a really nice job and get paid more in a different location that can afford it, you know? So and your, your tax money, you know, you could actually maybe it see it benefit the community because yeah. Yeah. here you I don't know, even our know where You mean that taxes go to stuff here? Or taxes benefit us? No. I no, thought no. we just paid taxes yeah. just yeah. to yeah. pay for other people's right. stuff. That's what we do. Yeah. So <laughs> our roads suck, our schools suck, our healthcare sucks. That's what taxes pay for? Yeah, they're supposed to. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. I, didn't. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's uh so Washington was number one though. 
So Washington, Washington State. Yeah. They have a GDP of 524 point blah, 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 billion. Um, so they came out of top. The state's economy is largely boosted by the aerospace industry and the military and defense sector, which employs the second largest number of people in Washington. That's wonderful. So... And it's a beautiful state. Yeah, it really is, actually. It's a really nice state. And weed's legal there. The state's uninsured rate is at 8.8, well below the national average of 13.8. The average household income is just over 70000 almost 71000 which is 10000 more than the national average. But on the other end of the spectrum, to compare us, Louisiana has less than the half GDP of Washington. Just 30% of the state's population has received a college education, and job growth sits at negative 0.2% below the 1.2 national average. Well, this is another thing. So we're below the national average. Yeah, 100%. And then we also have an obesity rate that is 36.2% higher than the national average. Oh, my God. Well, we do have really good food here. But another thing is that, you know, making $70,000 a year in Louisiana, you don't necessarily live a very comfortable life. It costs so much to live here. Yeah. I mean, $70,000 is good, but, like, you're not balling out of control with, you know, with all the taxes that we're paying, with the sales taxes being as high as it is. You're middle class. Income tax. (laughs) Yeah, $70,000 puts you at middle class. Yep. At best. Middle of the middle class. Yeah, middle of the middle. (laughs) Like, which it should be, you know, a pretty comfortable life, and it is everywhere else. It's just not a comfortable life here. You have to hit that six-figure number if you want to live a comfortable life. I feel like with children, right? And with let's, children, and let's clear the air that also I do like, I do enjoy being from here, and I do have Louisiana pride. But absolutely, I let's just also not negate the fact that this place sucks at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But you it's know? our it's our job to teach the future generation to not be so shitty. Like, hey, how about a carrot stick instead of a bag of chips? You know, or you know, why don't you go read a book instead of watch TV? No, there yeah, are things that we could be doing to be proactive about our future. I completely agree. It's just, is anybody going to do it? I am. Yeah, yeah I do. But I try. No, and I can. Comp- I think that that's great. But unfortunately, two out of the millions right. that live don't really. <laughs> it's just getting the whole. There's gra- just so many more. Also, programs that like. Um, you know, I talk with a lot of people. You know, I talk a lot. But I talk with a lot of people in public education, and then there's so many more programs. I mean, they're sending kids home with bag lunches in Baton Rouge so that they can get, like, I mean, a whole grocery bag so that they can get fed, you know, throughout the weekend and offering, you know, classes or things or activities for free. These things are free. These things are paid by our tax money, and I'm, I'm proud to pay for it. You know, giving kids an opportunity to get out, you know, during the weekends and do something that's proactive and they're learning. I've been doing work with the Salvation Army, and that's an amazing program for young young ladies. And, I mean, there are people trying. It's just get your shit ass up. Put your kid on a bus if you need to and give them a damn chance just because maybe your parents sucks. Like, that doesn't mean it has to go full circle. It doesn't. You can put your kid on a damn bus or an Uber and let them have a life. No, you can. But we're very Louisiana is a is a very close minded state. It's also family. Yeah, I didn't. So why does my kid get yeah. it? It's bullshit it's, though. What? What? Yeah. Who, my parent doesn't want a better life for kids. Well, that's why there people are, like people like Christy or like people like you or people like me constantly mm-hmm. just complain our entire lives and literally just think of nine million other places we would rather live because the reality is that this is what it is like this is what it is to be here and while you can go against the grain and make your child better or your life better you know not based on what your family or what the rest of the state is doing poorly there you are... just kind of become tired of it at a certain point and you're just like i'm just gonna go where people just think the way that i think because this sucks there and i'm just gonna let everybody that... else sit here and suck <laughs> There are people that do have higher expectations and standards for their children and don't want to be statistics like me. I don't. I didn't want to be 16 and pregnant with a kid that was 16 and pregnant, and praise God, I wasn't 16 and pregnant and having a kid that was 16 and pregnant. I have a kid that graduated high school that's going to college. The odds of that happening are so low, but like you have to want better for the future, and it not just being your kid but you have to want better for other people's kids too you have to i raise those other kids up too when i see them like oh i'm so proud of you're doing so great you know because i feel like it's important maybe they don't have someone at home saying it but i'm gonna say it Mm. i've told all angelina's friends how proud i was of them graduating high school yeah and we also have this like very raise yourself kind of vibe here like you just kind of it's like i feel like 
once your kid starts like being able to feed itself everybody's just kind of like okay cool you got it from here right <laughs> and then they just kind of like figure it out on their own i don't know i'm not i'm talking a lot of shit about louisiana but it does make me very angry and honestly i really don't feel that bad because it's but, you know we're talking it's about not everybody that, like we can do you yeah know, it's a lot to do with what the government is doing to yeah absolutely and yeah exactly and the state is so poor we have they're not yeah we have no resources we just kind of we've like isolated ourselves from the rest of this place but they make plenty of money like there's plenty of money going in yeah you have to think about how many fractions that one dollar gets okay so you make a dollar and then you pay taxes on that dollar so that dollar basically becomes 70 cents basically after you get it whatever to not not um after w-2s taxes tax here you know what we have to do what's it called i don't i don't know within the year just tax tax federal and state yeah Yeah. Yeah. we have to do you know federal state taxes but so we have a dollar after it goes through taxes we have 70 cents after we pay taxes on something that's an additional 10 cents that so that 70 cents is now 60 cents and then say we bought something online and we had to pay another 10 cents in shipping. So our dollar literally gets cut in half by the time we purchase anything. Like it's such bullshit. And I don't know if it's like that in every other state. I don't know if they're taxed as harshly as we are, but you're worth half of what you actually make. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, we're not alone in that, in the sense of like how, and I mean, in all reality, the government taxes across the board poorly and it's distributed poorly and it's, and that's the, I'm talking that is a grand scheme like federal. coming from yeah the federal government across the board is very poorly done. I think it's bullshit that what we're paying what we are actually paying for is payroll for people to work in the, yeah. for the government. But what the fuck bleep that out please Jen. What the fuck are they actually doing for our money? Like really paying each other? Paying each other? <laughs> We have people, we're paying people to pay each other that aren't fixing the potholes. I have a huge gash in my rim, which I'm pissed off about because I pay taxes here. I have a huge gash in my rim. I spent over a hundred grand in private school for my daughter. Like it's bullshit that I pay taxes. I only get 50 cents to my dollar when it's all said and done with. And then I'm paying people to pay each other. Mm -hmm. That's my politics talk, Mm -hmm. y'all. That's all I got. I mean, it's really, that's, you know, you have these high up politicians and you wonder how they make all their money. They don't get it from thin air. <laughs> yeah. It's just all private sectored and then nothing. Bartered that, trades. Everything. Everything is just so. How much money will you up. pay for integrity? Everything's turned. No, you, there's no integrity anymore. No. Really. Because, I mean, it's all a trade. Nine Everybody's times out of ten. There's anything, any massive charity to that you think you're donating to that really, that nine times out of ten, the shit ain't getting nowhere. Like. They're paying each other. These massive charities are nine times out of ten owned by private sectors as well, and it's funneling money. And I'm not telling people to not donate to charity. You should definitely donate to charity. But just know what charity you're donating to because that's just like there's no integrity anymore when it comes to stuff like that. Do your research. Yeah, do your research. (laughs) It's it's just one messed up situation, man. It really is. It's like almost like you need to just find a family and help them. That's yeah. the best way to, to oh, do it. Gosh, yeah. It really is. Keep your receipts. You know, you did something nice, but go help a family instead of helping a company that's, again, putting people on payroll. Yeah. I mean, how is that really helping them at all? Yeah, it's not. But, you know, that's the reality of it. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Talk to your representatives. Um, but yeah, so that's guilty. It's really guilty yeah, because guilty. this is this is factual information. Mm-hmm. I'm not just like saying this just to like talk shit about this place. This is really what's going on. This is really what this place is, and it just needs some change. Okay, guys. Mm-hmm. I Thanks. agree. I would like to live here for the rest of my life, but as it stands, I just simply don't want to. I do not. I yeah. never have. Um, but I love this I like place. <laughs> but I don't want to be here forever. Yeah. As it stands right now, if it like if just the government is going to be the way that it is forever, I like the feeling of home i like being home my home state i would i like to travel too don't get me wrong but i like to go home and rest my head on my home state pillow i feel that but and see but see like my home thing is, is, is that is. Like, you can yeah you can make <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna say like There's when i was so in many, dallas so this much weekend, love here yeah when i was in dallas this weekend i was just like it felt like belonging was there like i was riding around and i was just like god this is where i should be like and then leaving it just hurts like i'm just like this is not really coming back in and i'm like this place smells 
Yeah. Like, this is not yeah. for me. And it's this is my home, and I'll always have a comfort in being here, of, like, my family being here and all my friends and knowing ev- where everything is. Mm-hmm. So I'll, that comfort will always be here. But as far as, like, my heart just doesn't exist here anymore. Like, it just wants to be, like, in Dallas, or it wants to be, like, in Washington State or Oregon or somewhere that's pretty but not too city, but just city enough. Like a metropolis, but not New York City. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Got you. I got you. But, okay. So anyway, that's the first story. We talked about that a long time because, honestly, it's very heartfelt. But it's guilty, and that sucks. But we're going to move on to a fabulous. Are you ready? Yep. This is a more grand scheme one, though. So Rihanna mm-hmm. debuted her first look at her LVMH Fenty fashion line. Mm. So... She is, if you don't know, she's the first woman of color to ever create a brand with the LVMH Mm. brand, Mm -hmm. which is also like the number three, I think. Everything. Yeah, I think they're number three as in like the biggest companies in the world. Yeah. Like I think. They own Hennessy, Fendi, Louis Vuitton. Yeah, let's see. Just in fashion and leather goods, uh, wine and spirits. They were blowing my mind. They're like everything. But fashion and leather goods, they own Celine, they own Dior, they own Fendi, they own Fenty, Louis Vuitton, Marc Jacobs, uh, and then they also own like Bulgaria. Mm. Is that how you say it? Oh, I love um, their perfume. That pink crystal one. Oh my God. Yeah. I will they put own it all over my body. Makeup Forever. They also own Fenty Beauty, uh, Marc Jacobs Beauty, Kat Von D Beauty, and that's I wanna just- I want to own something in there. That's just the start of the list of all the things they own, mm-hmm. not to mention all the wine and spirits that they own, like Belvedere, Chandon, Cloudy Bay, Dom, Perignon, mm-hmm. Hennessy, Moet, mm-hmm. you know, Vouve. Oh, I like that Moet. Yeah. <laughs> Vouve. They own a lot of stuff. Anyway, so Rihanna's the first woman of color to ever create a line with this fashion brand. And she did a little pop-up shop in Paris to kind of, that was just like for bloggers, um, and influencers and stuff and then you know people that are higher up in like the media world just for them to kind of come check it out and buy stuff before everything else so the store opened may 24th and it's only going to be open through june 2nd and then after that it's going to be strictly online which goes live tomorrow mm-hmm. but when you guys hear this it'll have gone live yesterday so sorry about that we're day late <laughs> And I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be really cool. I also didn't realize for a long time that her last, like, her name is Fenty. That's her last name. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm a huge Rihanna fan. I was like, how did I never, whatever. I guess I just never Googled it. You never think about it. <laughs> yeah, I just she's, always. She's Rihanna. She's, like, mm-hmm. kind of like Prince. Yeah, because her just... real name's Robin. Yeah. And everybody should go check it out. I'm not going to be able to afford any of it. No. <laughs> but I'm really but it'll excited. Be nice to look at. Yeah, but I'm really excited just to see <laughs> what she did. It's, it's, you know, it's purchase to wear. So it's not, there's supposed to be just like simple outfits to purchase, like from online to on foot. So mm. if I know anything about Rihanna, it's going to be great. Um, <laughs> I love her style. I've always loved her style just in general. She does wear some hoochie things that I don't agree with necessarily, but everybody wants to wear it. Oh, Nobody yeah. just actually, no one actually showed her tan. Mm-hmm. I would love to be that thotty. Yeah, like those mm-hmm. hoochie. Remember that that one music video when she had those like Daisy Duke slash thongs, mm. and she was like all pelvic thrusting and stuff. And I was like, oh my god, I can't, I just can't believe my eyes. <laughs> okay, that's how I feel on the outside, but on the inside, I'm like, damn. I wish I was that hot. I wish I could wear something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm not going to. But see, that's I the thing will. is if you lived in like somewhere that was like L.A., people just walk around however. Nobody even nobody would even blink twice at you wearing what you were wearing. Okay, so how about my husband tells me the other day, don't dress like you're in Los Angeles. And I'm like, dude, this is this is who I am. This is what I look like. Yeah, it's like you're okay. and I said and I said you're welcome to this. Like I'm sorry, you want me to look southern and like I don't give a shit about myself. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Well, back to that uh, Louisiana closed-minded situation. But yeah, so that was it. Those are the two stories. I knew they would take a while. So, but that's all I have for guilty and two proven fabulous. So we have one guilty, and we have one big old fabulous. Well, I like that you kept us, you know on both sides yeah. today. Yeah, because Louisiana's guilty all around. And then Rihanna is fabulous in many forms, not only being the first colored woman to do her brand, but being the woman that she is and my hero in this life and doing everything 
that everybody thinks she can't do. So I love that. But yeah, so that's fabulous. And you guys can follow me on Instagram at Kelly with a Y Mentel, M-E-N-T-E-L. And don't forget to follow the Glitter and Gossip Show while you're there. Thanks. Well, thank you, Kelly. Um, you're welcome. And we also got Miss Christy L.A. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at Christy underscore L.A. And tune in to our podcast every Thursday or our TV show every Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday. and Saturday as well. I think so. Yeah. Well, thank you, Miss Christy. This is your girl, Kelly Hutchinson Shapwe. You can follow me at Kelly Hutchinson on Instagram. Just keeping it real simple. Or at host Kelly Hutchinson Shapwe on Facebook, where I blast it with all kinds of ridiculous pictures, photos, and videos. So hit me up. And this was another episode of Glitter and Gossip.